started quickly <laughs> welcome to podcast x west trench coat mafia with me is my sidekick timmy thume you know what fuck you this is thume <laughs> you, you know, for all you people said god damn i downloaded the wrong podcast and a shitty one at that no it's not podcast x it's thume Podcast Dex is so <laughs> shitty, it has 38 subscribers. <laughs> and I think I got about uh, 700. Zero. <laughs> uh, you don't know what I got. You were up to <clears throat> one, but then the one person must have unsubscribed. Anyway, I do this for the love of it. I'm, I don't do it to count how many subscribers I got. This episode where... Reviewing Clop number 16. It's a comic book from DC Comics in the 1970s. Of PCX, now that I've gone weekly, <clears throat> will you finally put out a new episode? Uh, uh, PCX, that's up to you. You know, you got to put your shows out weekly. You know, it's up to you whether or not you put out a new episode. No, no, no. <laughs> will you put out a new thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, this man, I've, I've been going through some personal whatevers, and I got sidetracked. But it, it, they'll be up. The new dooms will be up. Even though they're listening to it right now, the listeners are being like, "What are you talking about?" I'm already listening to Doom. They're probably listening to this in like February. DC Comics number sixteen, Plop from nineteen seventy five. On the cover, it's a Wally Wood art. Uh, hmm. It's two lovers kissing. So I take it you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's two lovers kissing. That's all I want to say. <clears throat> uh, with uh, Sergio, or, this must be Sergio Ragnis all around the, the border. Even though I don't think he hardly gets any credit in this comic book, there is a whole bunch of. Creatures, vampire bats, and monsters, and I mostly know Sergio from Mad. All he used to draw stuff in the margins. And here, yeah, he does. He does that here also. And inside, he draws the bumper, uh, what you call it, the bumper pieces to the anthology. This is the anthology. That's what Plop is. I don't know what the fuck Plop is supposed to be. It's a. It's kind of a be a comedy anthology like mad but then they tell horror stories like it's a horror comedy but horror ain't funny when people are going through these circumstances these yes it is did you read the first issue with the guy that cut off his legs and there there's frogs with cut off legs who travel around on little scooters that was awesome Getting back to this, uh, <laughs> two lovers at Lover's Lane are being accosted by Kane and his brother and, a, and some other chick. 
Mrs. Kane from House of Mystery. Are you happy? Are you? Yeah, finally we have Kane and Abel and Eve from Sandman because Neil Gaiman made them all good characters. Uh, they're originally from House of Mystery in all the anthologies of the 70s, not Sandman. That, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, <laughs> well, Gaiman made them good, though, for the first time, really. Okay. He even had Destiny, who was the host of a horror comic. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not familiar with all of that. Okay, all I wanted to point out was that Ken and Abel was here, even though Elvira is a better hostess for these type of things. No, she... Uh, isn't she dead yet? She's alive. She's only 60-something. The old bitch. <laughs> Did you ever like her? Ever like her? Not really. Those titties must be down to the floor by now. No, I told you again. She looks the same as she did. Then they so. must be implants. Or maybe she just keeps in shape and she's got it like that. So, that's all I got to say about that. Elvira, call me. <laughs> anyway, uh, it goes to this day. There's a bumper for the first story, which is the Makeout Queen. Anyway, oh. Elvira's a ripoff of that chick from the 50s anyway. No, she's better than that, whoever that. See, we can't even remember her name, the chick from the 50s. I know she was Ed Wood. That says it all right there. Well, she was before my time. And you need to get with the times, a.k.a. Elvira. Okay, uh, I'm sure when you was a kid, you probably watched her or would have loved to watch her uh, Saturday night horror movie You fest. know who, who was scary? They, I think AMC had Whoopi Goldberg hosting Halloween movies. It was terrifying to have to look at her. <laughs> okay, getting back to the story. What kind of a monster is she anyway? Uh, she's a comedian, a black Jewish comedian. Then okay. shouldn't she be funny instead of funny looking? <laughs> this is uh, messed up. Okay. I can't believe Ted Danson ever. Fu- <laughs> How do I say Grace uh, <laughs> to the story? <laughs> uh, oh. This kid's on the story about his senior high school. It's just a, a guy who uh, is a regular high school slub who sees a girl who's hot at the high school that he goes to. And he, the person who drew this, uh, I think, says... Oh, Through the Welcome Back Cotter comic. What? No, because they didn't have this kind of style in the Welcome Back Cotter comic. But it's the same guy. Okay, well, he. I'm glad he changed it for that because this here... <laughs> is that 70s comical style and it's the guy written by the guy who used to write Aquaman Okay. and he killed the book <laughs> He, I'm sure he didn't... let him write plop <laughs> anyway how could you kill Aquaman okay it's only a story about a man and his fish I don't understand how he killed but uh oh anyway yeah it's just uh, dang, I, I, you know what? I should have reread the story. <laughs> anyway, just a cat guy about a guy who wants to date this girl. This black chick here, 
Her titties look like they could take somebody's eye out. Uh, I told you, uh, the other girls got the same kind of titties, the other little fat, fat girl. Anyway, why would a hot girl be hanging out with the fat girl and the black girl? The fat girl's just hanging around. <laughs> uh, so, oh, people are saying, uh, oh, that she's this whore, a slut, and he fights for this girl's honor. And he asks her to the prom. And she, uh, she says yes. And he's all happy. Even <laughs> though before that, uh, Becky Pockface here asked him to the prom, and he turned her down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, oh, he bought, no, at least he paid, she got the two tickets, and he paid her for it. But she, but she took the, the, the Oh wait a minute! I don't understand. She gets she sells him the tickets. She's happy to make the sale, but then she looks confused when he takes off. <laughs> what did he think that he was gonna buy the tickets for her and him? I don't just don't know why she apparently carries a cash register with her. That's seventies comedy for you. That wacky comedy. Anyway, but he does the right thing. He goes away from the homely chick and runs to the hot chick with the nice titties and hips but homely chicks are easier to fuck <laughs> okay. they'll let you do anything well all earth girls are easy if you didn't see that movie i didn't okay no, me neither anyway yeah he's happy that she she's gonna go out on a date with him but uh he goes and tells his pops so uh i guess he wants to borrow a car or something and his dad's like hell no you can't go. He said, what you talking about? I'm 19 years old. First of all, why are you 19 in high school? Uh, he probably flunked. Wait, no, no. She only <laughs> said she'll go with him to the prom if he'll introduce her to the captain of the football team. That's how shallow she is. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, I think... Well, he's going to get his lesson because he's being shallow. I mean, he, well, he's being stupid. He's a doormat. Uh, so he <laughs> he has to lie and say he's the introducer to the fo- football team. But I think he's going to get his in the end. Anyway, the dad was like, come on, I got to go. And he's like, no, you ain't going. He's too young for that sort of thing, though he's 19. And uh, he said he decides he's going to sneak out. And he buys a tux and sneaks out the night. Of the uh, prom, and for some reason there's five panels about when his parents find out that he escaped, that he, you know, he snuck out of the house. His father gets frantic and chases. I mean, takes his mother to school. And like we gotta stop him. Look at how he's <laughs> dressed. He looks like he belongs in that old DC comic, Binky. Okay, I don't remember that. This is before my time, y'all. Okay, the only things I remember is. Um, I went to, oh, uh, in 2000, Bill Jemis came to Marvel. That's my first memories of, Mar- of Marvel. I was a young child then. Uh, <laughs> and fortunately, Marvel recovered from the horrible reign of Bill Jemis. Uh, Fuck him. Uh, he's got another comic book coming out. Uh, I thought it was a comic book, but it turns out to be like a children's book. Uh, it looks stupid. Anyway, the father said there's some kind of family uh, curse, and the mother and the mother's like, "What the heck are you talking about?" 
He says, remember when I told you there was a reason why I hadn't ever kissed you in all our 28 years of married life and even before that? Yes. It's, Bitch. He, that's only true because she's pretty ugly. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Well, how could you get away in 28 years of marriage without kissing someone? I want to know what they did when they said you may kiss the bride. <laughs> that, that's so, that, that, what kind of marriage is the this? I probably said, no, that's okay. I'm fine. This marriage is probably loveless, no sex. Wait a minute, how is that any different? Than- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he pushes, I don't know why he got to take the mother, because by taking the mother, it slowed him down. But he said, no, we got to hurry. And they run in, they get into, they screech into the parking lot, they run into place, screaming, embarrassing themselves <laughs> for the kid, knocking kids over. And he noticed, oh, we're too late. And, uh, we see that the kid, he must have kissed the girl because he's a frog now. He turned from a boy to a frog. And that's the ending. And this was a bad story <laughs> because it was told by Eve and not Cain. Uh, yeah, it was told by Eve. Was it? But it's a stupid punchline because they, the father and the parents run it to find, you know, he turned to a frog and the girl was yelling. If I known you were the class clown, Seymour, I'd never come with you. Okay, first of all, how'd he get a kiss from her? Uh, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> you know, if she wanted to meet the football team, she wasn't interested in him. But he somehow got a kiss out of her. And, and he got what he deserved. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you're right. What's the point of this? Oh, there's a moral, Eve says. Never cast pearls to swine or pop a kiss on a pimply little squirt. Okay, that's the bad... Uh... And then she laughs at her own bad joke. <laughs> and, uh... Let's see here. Oh, then there's a... There's a monster plot. Before we go on to that story, the Steve Dicko story. With King Kong. I don't get this joke. He's getting shot up by the plane. Oh, like... the airplanes shoot him. And he lands on Faye Ray. And kills oh, her at the end. <laughs> Okay, that's a duck. That's sad. But it is funny. Because before Favre gets killed, she looks really happy that the planes are shooting at King Kong. So she deserves it. <laughs> One movie I need to watch again is King Kong from 1976. <laughs> but Just never watch the remake because that was horrible. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, you're talking about... Which remake? There's a couple of them. I was talking about the remake. The 70s remake or Peter Jackson's version. The original is great, but you already know that. But I want to see the 70s version again because I know <laughs> he was tearing up the city. He tore the roof off of a subway and picked up a girl thinking it was uh, Jessica Lang, the one he loved, but it was somebody different. And he, I think Jessica Lang got naked in that movie and that's the first time I saw a naked chick in a movie. So it's notable for that. The movie wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it had Rick Baker in a suit. Exactly. It had a lot of blood when they shot down King Kong. There was a lot of blood and guts. Anyway, it was 
King Kong, y'all. Check it out. And you know what was probably even better? King Kong Lives, the sequel to that. No, that didn't make any sense. They brought him back to life. How? Why? What the fuck? He wasn't brought back to life. He was like Norman Osborn. He didn't die. (laughs) Norman Osborn died. The one with Spider-Man where he died was the first Spider-Man comic I ever read, and it left an impression, and I learned that Norman Osborn is dead. <laughs> Not according to the comic books. Anyway, then what do you... Then what, what do you think of that guy that's in the Thunderbolts comic by Warren Ellis? Warren Ellis at least did a good job with him. Okay, so you admit that Osborn is alive. He's alive. <laughs> so, comic characters should stay dead. This is the comics. You can do whatever you want. They even brought Bucky back. And people like I'm him. Sure, Uncle Ben will be next. No, he's sacred. He's sacred, and so is uh, Gwen Stacy. Don't worry about that. Okay, and so is Jason Todd. Oh, anyway, <laughs> they brought Jason Todd back. People like it. So the next story is Love is a Dandy. <laughs> this is drawn by... The great Steve Ditko. The great Wally Wood. by Wally Wood. <laughs> no, improvements by Wally Wood. This looks great. Okay, Steve Ditko was drawing people with their arms going backwards. But not here because Wally Wood corrected all those mistakes. The faces look like human beings that you... Be proud to have drawn yourself. I mean, the, the cartoonish faces and the expressions on the faces. Something that Steve Dicko don't know nothing about. He, But he's good. They use a good little template. You know, which I forgot what they call it. When they pencil out, you know, how they want you to do it. And the real artist comes in and puts his art on it. Good job, Wally Wood. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, Wally Wood had the good sense to kill himself. Uh, her, her, <laughs> and a sensational article by Harlan Ellison tried to make it like he killed himself, and then you know Siegel and Schuster got really fucked, ripped off, and had a bad life. He tried, he tried to sensationalize it in an article like comic does the comic business does this to men. At least Neil Adams got Siegel and Schuster a deal from DC. So they didn't have to die broke. But now, do you know what's going on with that? Does his family, do they have... Uh, I, I don't know. Okay. I thought, supposedly, they they got it. That they got Superman rights back. But he's still going strong in Superman... I mean, in DC, Superman comics. He's in. Well, I'm sure it's a fine book. Because it's written by the great Grant Morrison. Who can do no wrong. Even though... Try to read Sea Guy again. Uh, that's over my head. But are <laughs> you looking forward to the new Superman coming out next year? No. Why? They're going to tell his origin again. Why didn't they always have to do that? Nobody knows. Wait, you know what? They didn't. Well, I didn't see Superman Returns, but I know that they didn't tell retell his origin in Superman. No, Superman Returns sucked. Yeah, but see, that's why that's why they're doing it because they say, "Oh, it's 
sucked. A lot of people didn't like it. It didn't make as much because you know why? Probably because they didn't do his origin again. We probably have to remind them of his origin. That's probably what they Superman is not a deadbeat dad. <laughs> That's mistake number <laughs> one. But the studios probably don't see this that they probably seen, oh, we didn't do a traditional. They should have just Whedon wrote a screenplay for the movie and they rejected it. They should have let him write the movie. And Kevin Smith, too. A long time ago. <laughs> they rejected all the fanboy stuff. And now we're going to see what this new Superman offers us. It can't be the origin because they got, gonna, they're going to have, uh, once again, Captain Zod, <laughs> Commander Zod, General Zod, whatever the fuck he is, all over again. It's like, oh, here we go. The Joker, com- <laughs> the Zod. Well, green, green. at least we're not getting Luthor again. Yeah, I'm sick of his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, if he was done right, cool. But I want to see Brainiac with that giant, like, ship skull thing. The audience won't understand. Fuck the audience. I can't wait to the sequel to Green Lantern. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't hold your breath. No, they already said they're going to do it, and it's going to be Sinestro War. So I can Yes! Why? Green Lantern sucked. That movie's good. Okay, and this could be better. Y'all might I like-, like that he shows up, and Carol Ferris is like, how? Because that domino mask really wouldn't fool anybody. We, this, we accepted it all these years in comics. Why can't we accept it in the movie? Well, in the movie, like I said, Carol saw right through it. <laughs> uh, some people said that was the only good part, but they're wrong. The whole movie <laughs> was good. None of the movie was good, except for Kilowog. I like that they showed him. No, but no. they should have showed Chip, too. Chip is dead. And Salak? They had him. Wasn't that him? Wasn't wasn't he in the movie? He might have been, and I don't even remember the movie was so oh, no. bad. That movie wasn't bad. And Hector Hammond was a terrible villain. No, he wasn't. Listen, I disagree with all this. <laughs> I even like Parallax. Okay, and I like when Hell busted out with that machine gun at the end. Oh, and of course, the Wall was in here. Amanda Waller was in Green Lantern. But she wasn't fat. What the fuck? You don't have to be fat to be Amanda Waller. She wasn't fat in Smallville either. Checkmate had, uh, you know, Checkmate from a couple years ago. Amanda Waller wasn't, you know, she lost weight there. Okay. And now, she, of course, she's thin in DC New 52. So I liked that Amanda Waller is supposed to be big and fat, and it didn't stop her from intimidating Batman. Yeah, well, I wonder why Batman just didn't put his fist through her. Because <laughs> he's afraid of her. Everybody <laughs> is. Batman's not afraid of Amanda Waller, okay? He was he in the... Oh, well, he can just use his powers against her. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, she don't have any powers either. So back to this, love is a She dance. doesn't need any. <laughs> um, she I'm a... can sick the Suicide Squad on you. You know that Batman can take her to Suicide Squad. <laughs> he could take Not if Deadshot is with them. Well, fuck that shot. That's a Batman villain who he's whipped plenty of times. <laughs> oh, by the way, Deadshot was in the new Green Arrow TV show, 
and he got taken out with a quickness. <laughs> they killed him at the end. Uh, that was kind of. They should have that evil archer guy fight him. I never saw that show, Arrow. How bad is it? Uh, I'm I'm dealing with. I like it. You know, I'm mad that Hulu is starting to. You got to get Hulu Plus now to see. Oh, just go to Mini Nova and download it for free. That's too much uh, on my hard drive. Just to be, you know. I'd rather stream something than watch it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know how y'all just get anything that y'all want to see. Okay. Because I want to see Doctor Who. I want to see. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of shit I want to see. Like I said, Minova. Everybody out there, everything is for free. Get your video from Minnova. Get your comics from DC++. If you want to support the industry, kids, you shouldn't steal. There's enough people stupid enough to pay for these things. It's not fair to insult people. <laughs> we have plenty of friends that buy the comics. Podcasting friends. Alan Moore doesn't need to make a million dollars a year. Uh, does he? I doubt it. Okay. Oh wait. Oh yeah. Oh, but he turns down the money from his movies. That well, he probably got plenty of money from other movies and stuff that he did in the past. Most comic book writers they need to get paid. Okay, that's why they have that Heroes Initiative or whatever it's called for all the broke artists and comic book writers of the past who got ripped off. Or who you know who didn't get paid much. The Overstreet Guide says in near mint condition, this comic is worth twenty six bucks. Uh, I would never pay that for this. I like how we just went from the Hero Initiative and saving, you know, helping comic creators to this comic book being twenty six dollars. Okay, I don't know, and nobody's gonna pay for that. Okay, no way. That's why I said, like, see on Craigslist when people put, oh, we got 80 comics, you know, from the 2000s or 90s and 80 comics here. That's a hundred and something. No, no, no. They said like two, 200 bucks for my comic collection. Like, fuck you. Nobody's going to pay for your comic collection. Well, I got the complete run of Howard the Duck for eBay for about 30 bucks. <laughs> okay. You just uh, ripped on paying 26 bucks for this comic Howard the Duck is worth it though because we're talking about the great Steve Gerber wait what happened to your philosophy of getting stuff for free well now I do we're talking about the old days (laughs) Uh, what is it eBay that's not the old days okay (laughs) the oldest that is is 10 years ago 11 maybe 11 that's old enough so talking relativity. Back to this classic comic book because Wally Wood drew the story. I'm a no. He traced the story. Oh, uh, anchors <laughs> are just tracers. This does not look like a Steve Dicko art. Once again, it looks like Wally Wood, and thank goodness for it. And the story is about a guy who, even though you won't see him talking to girls, he's just a slub who. Wants a girlfriend. The first panel was a nice chick with a big ass and titties saying, I'm not desperate enough to go out with you, creepo. So we get the idea 
of how women feel feel about this. And she's okay. yelling at him so loud, it's her voice is blowing this other girl's hair forward. Wait, this is a now look at this comical thing yeah, in the view of two pay off another guy. And I see I see Wally Wood doing stuff like this, and it looks like a Wally Wood. Or I don't see Steve Ditko by himself. You don't know if that was in Steve Ditko's pencils or not, right? But he he I don't see him pulling that off. He know he hardly does slapsticky stuff like that. I think Wally Wood. Yeah, you know what? Well, when is he ever drawing humor comics except for this? Wally Wood. It's his influence who did this and made it funnier. They probably saw his pencil and be like, this shit ain't going to work. Get Wally in here. Wally, could you, quote, unquote, pencil, wink, wink, pencil, I mean, uh, ink over it, ink, wink, wink, wink. And he said, I'll hook it up. Uh, I'll hook it up. Download the first issue of 1984. There's a good comic strip by Wally Wood in there. All right. I'll do that someday. But uh, <laughs> I'm offended by this story here because... It's saying how, you know, women put put him down. He can't get a woman. And it says he's a lonely man. He couldn't see to make it with women. And I'm offended how they have him being beat by an old lady by an umbrella and saying child molester because there's a girl next to <laughs> the boy, uh, Herbert, or Hubert, next to him. And she's sticking her tongue out. And she's, they're showing her ass crack. Her dress is up. And she's probably like seven or eight years old, maybe young. And she's wearing pink panties. He has about seven or eight. She's ready. Hubert didn't hit on this girl. I know he wouldn't do that. Okay. And this, I would hit on her. This is why. Why did they have to put this in here? <laughs> uh, but he, you know, he comes home to his plants and he loves his plants. Yeah, like uh, just like Rick Moranis and Little Shop. I was gonna say that, except I was gonna point out the character's name, not Rick Moranis. Whoever that Seymour's, <laughs> that's what remind me of. I only rem- rem- remember that because of the song "Suddenly Seymour." And then uh, yeah, that's the name of the Jam. This point, he loves plants so much that he walks through a plate glass window that two workmen are carrying. To get to a little dandelion in the sidewalk, he yeah he he deserves what he whatever he gets. This guy's <laughs> okay in love with flowers. He said, "I will take you home when you have plenty of friends." And his sure enough, his place is full of plants. But he's got a hot neighbor. And you hate writers because you didn't mention that Steve Skeets also wrote this story. You did oh. Didn't you say that? You said it already. Or he you wrote said it? the other story, and he, I'm mentioning he wrote this one too. Well, I was going by the uh, assumption that everybody knew that Skeet Steve wrote all these. Anyway, God, this chick, chick is hot. But he's paying attention to his plants, of course. And she came over for some wheat germ to borrow some wheat germ. Who comes over to borrow wheat germ? Flour, I yes. Sugar, think yes. Think this is actually Courtney. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, it might be. It looks like her. Then uh, he he says to he's talking to his plant. She's that's Dandy, a helpful nut. I asked her for a date once. Oh, and the plant actually wraps around his finger. 
and he's in love with the plant. <laughs> okay, this is sick. So this now is... you know he's crazy. And uh, he thinks the flower understands him. He makes a gourmet plant food. He takes it to the theater. Now I wonder why. The, I don't know if it's Wally Wood did this or Steve Dicko, but at the movie theater, he's with going out on a date with a plant. But there's two other people with dates. But it's two hot. It's two different couples: a hot chick with a nerd in both instances, <laughs> like a really hot chick with a really nerdy looking guy. I right. think this is wish fulfillment on Steve Skeets's part. The the one with the uh, red hair, he would be a hipster nowadays. But yeah, it, but uh, yeah, he is a wacko because he got a hot a hot neighbor he could be fucking. And I like how his he takes the plant to meet his parents. And uh, she said, the mother said, that's a lovely flower. Where's the girl you said you was bringing to supper? This is her, Dandy, my precious dandelion. What the fuck? <laughs> and I like how the parents is arguing. You're- yeah. yeah. Go ahead. The guy says, your son has finally gone wacko. And the wife is like, my son, this type runs in your family. I like this generic looking food that, <laughs> that Steve Dicko drew. I'm gonna blame it on him. Uh, <laughs> which, anyway. Uh, so, if anything about this story is good, you credit it to Wally Wood. Anything you don't like, you blame Ditko. Yes. So Ditko can't win. No. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the. But first of all, I don't know how the fuck he knew who her parents was. Plants don't have parents, you asshole. He took he took the the, the you, dandelion you, junkyard. You should okay. download the movie in search of Steve Ditko. Oh, oh uh, I think I was watching that on YouTube. I'm watching something about D, Steve Ditko on YouTube. Yeah, in the end, Neil Gaiman and the host finally meet him. But he won't go on camera. Okay, what the fuck is wrong with him? He thinks he's I so guess shit. not, because he's about 90 years old. Who wants to, s- to do see him? <laughs> That's not funny. Okay, that is just not funny. There are... The 90-year-old don't mean that you look fucked up. Okay, you're just older. Name one good-looking 90-year-old. On this next panel, <laughs> Hubert takes her to see her parents in the junkyard with two dandelions. Now it's getting stupid. Actually, it's been stupid, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to review this because it had art by Wally Wood and Steve Dicko for once by association. His art looks somewhat decent. Actually, it looks great because it's actually here it's starting to look more dickwee. It's like <laughs> Wally is taking a break on this point. But he's begging that he has the parents' blessing. It's two flowers, two dandelions. <laughs> and he, fucking... he thinks the flowers are telling him he's trying to corrupt their flower daughter. And uh, yeah, he said, you can't mean that you want her to move back in with you. She waits to a puff in a week. Okay, this is kind of scary that somebody's that crazy. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> No, he takes her home, sees the neighbors in his house. The neighbor just be, and she's cooking. Motherfucker, you need to stay with this. This is a human woman. You need to get this ass. She looked like little Abner's sister. That's what she looked like. And he, you ain't fucking that. I hate Hubert. 
I, hate, I fucking hate Hubert. <laughs> and he, he said, Mel- Hubert? Yeah, that's his name, Hubert. Oh. He said, what are you doing here? I told you last week I'm going to cook you up a real bodybuilding vegetarian dinner. And she see, and he sees that uh, Dandy is depressed. I'm, I'm, I start, I'm, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yeah, he should just throw her down on the floor and rape her. With the flower or the woman? The woman. She'd probably be into it. He goes out to get, uh, you know, a gift for the dandelion, uh, a, f- a new flower pot. He leaves Dandy there to cook dinner. He ain't even paying attention to her. <laughs> then he runs, uh, back to, with the gift to cheer up his flower and she says uh, oh dinner is served the gift I, got, I gotta give my gift she said quit down spun, sit down with your dinner and then she <laughs> shows him what a dinner is is dandy the dandy line that she cooked she said what you don't like greens even though who do, would serve somebody a dandy line I don't know but uh, he starts to go insane looking. Well, her apparently, <laughs> because she's so good looking, she figures she doesn't have to learn how to cook well. <laughs> it, it, he said, you killed her. I want you love. And then his face turns red with anger. I think I'm going to credit that, that angry face uh, to Wally Wood. But her bad anatomy with her feet sticking out like this and legs. That's the angry feet. face looks like Ditko art, though. I don't know about that, but okay. And he said, stupid vegetarian. I agree that vegetarians are stupid. No, this is, but see, he is the deranged killer in this. So how much credit does he get for pointing that out? I no. like this caption. One vegetarian death later. <laughs> that's dark. That's gruesome. And that's funny. Because dark humor is the funniest humor. He said, she, my, she cooked my true love. She was sick. Sick. She deserved to die. Sick. Sick. Okay. And uh, this was this story was hosted by Kane or Abel, whichever. <laughs> I think it's Kane. Kane. This reminds me of a story from, I think, the magazine was called Psycho, in which the guy uh, cooks his mother. That was dark and funny, too. And that's the show. I mean, at least that's what was all on that recording. Sorry, we didn't end it properly there, but uh, I'm going to end it properly right now. You've been listening to Doom with your host Timmy Doom and Trenchcoat Mafia. Check out the Doom website, zoomcast.blogspot.com. Or get in touch with me by sending an email to blackpun2000 at yahoo.com. Oh, yeah, and go to Facebook and uh, join the Doomcast uh, webpage. Until next time, peace. <laughs>